The Dad presents episode 24, Gloria Allred. It all starts right now. And I don't think that Mr. Kelly is going to be able to fly away from this one without serious consequences if he's convicted. Hello and welcome to The Dad Presents, episode number 24, 24-7. That's what we bring to you folks. At some point, I'm going to run out of these analogies with these numbers. But Please do. <laughs> But while hey man, I'm, 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 I'm proud of you. That that intro music sounds good now. You, well, you figured that out. It, People it, think we're old and and detached. You you got it. You I'm, nailed it. I'm figuring it out. Um, yeah, nice work. It's amazing what happens when you read the direction. <laughs> I don't like doing it, but whatever. And we've already you've already introduced yourself. There's Jay Maddie. What's up? And of course, there's Dog with us. Hey hey hey. <laughs> um, getting right along, moving right along on show number twenty four. Um, we have, we may have a guest, we may have, uh, Gloria Allred, we may have already talked to her or not, but we'll clean it all up in editing, but just, just tell the truth. Yes. We're going to talk to her tomorrow and we're going to plug it in the show and it's going to be seamless because you know you're an awesome editor. I like the mystery, the smoke and the mirrors behind it, but yes, that's right. what exactly well, we're going to do. We're taping so you, a show I mean, today. You're, you're a politician. <laughs> I'm a truth teller. That's the difference between you and me. And then we're going to try to sneak this interview in tomorrow. And make you guys... You're like Jesse. You're trying to deceive the people. I'm just giving them the truth. <laughs> truth is, I was a victim of two hate crimes this weekend. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Here we yeah. go. It's not bad, though, because I perpetrated three other hate crimes against <laughs> other folks. So, so you're still one ahead. One. You're one ahead. That's yeah. right. All right. So what happened? Oh, let's not get into it. <laughs> oh, man. Come on. <laughs> no hate crimes. I'm just the, kidding. Come the, on. The warrants are still pending. <laughs> Um, you know, g- catching up because we did, had a it, it show that basically you you t- you took over the show last week with your interview, um, Mr. Larry Sharp. Mr. Larry Sharp Fantastic. delivered big time for us and a lot of listeners, a lot of response. Um, catching up, we went out actually. The three of us went out a weekend ago, and I'm noticing there's rules that you go when you go out with dog. There's certain things you expect, like wow, you know, there's gonna be a good time. Number one, <laughs> there's gonna be bottles popping, you know, that sort of thing. I'm gonna fall. And that's exactly it. He falls every time we go out. So did he fall this time? He did. Did that happen before we got there? No, it happened after you got there. He fell once again. Um, So those are the three things, you know, the fun, the booze, and falling. And I like your friend, man, your boy. He's real cool. What's his name? Joel. 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 Shout out to Joel. Joel's going to redesign this studio. So, you know, we're just getting bigger and better every day. And now we're going to we're going to look the part. Joel's the truth, man. He was he was really there for me. Yeah. And I didn't want to bring this up, dog, but you actually interviewed Joel. Uh, Oh, no shit. Yeah, you did. (laughs) A while ago. So, yeah, that's why I look familiar. Um, So anyway, (laughs) um, let's just jump into some parenting questions like we always do. And um, what do we got? It's it's your favorite part of the show. It is my favorite. That. Well, yeah. Okay. I want everyone to join in with that. So that's right. I'm sharing it. Yeah. All right. Our favorite part of the show. There it is. So question one, mm-hmm. I actually pulled this uh, from a friend, not a not a viewer. I mean, he is a viewer or listener, but uh, he wanted me to pop this one on the show. So here it goes. Right on. Uh, this comes from a friend named Rob. He says, I get my wife and our kids a small little Valentine's gift every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, we set out large plastic cart filled with skittles and custom cupcakes which he really likes 
Our kid was pissed about the gift. He was hoping it was something better. And I explained to him, as I have many times before, about how to be appreciative of gifts. Sure. And even if you're not, to be, you know, graceful about it and fake it, I guess. Yeah. A couple minutes later, he tells me, don't even bother to get me a gift next year. (laughs) So my question is this. I'm afraid that my son is very much entitled and Mm non-appreciative. And I'm wondering if you have uh, any ideas how to train your child not to feel so entitled and be more appreciative. Yeah. No, I think he did exactly the right thing. I think you have to, when you see that, you have to jump in. And an instance comes to mind when I was a kid. I had, I think I was maybe turning 13 or something like that. And I, you know what? I think you were at this birthday party there, dog. Um, we went to a concert. Remember, we went to go see Fat Boys and Morris oh, Day in yeah. the Time, right? We got, <laughs> so we, my parents did it up for me. They just got us tickets to this concert. And they had told me, they said, you know, this is going to be your gift. And whatever. And it was a great gift. But it happened before my birthday. And the day after, I'm like, where's my gift? It's my birthday. And I still wanted a gift. So they had to basically do what uh, your friend did. They, they came to me and they're like, dude, you went to a fucking concert last night in a limousine. What are you doing? Like, what? whatever. You have to Spoiled. go. Spoiled as shit, right? So you have to go at it immediately when you see your kid not appreciating what you do. Because... Um, it starts a habit, and you're not going to be able to correct it later. So it's better to do, jump on it just like you did sooner as opposed to later. Stay consistent with it. That's the best advice I can give. Yeah, what about nip, you, dog? Nip, you got a teen. Well, just nip it in the bud, just yeah. like he did. And uh, next Valentine's, don't give him shit. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's only Valentine's Day. You know, it's yeah. not like... Yeah, that's you know, number he, one. Yeah, it's not like he was pissed that it was his birthday. You know, so just next Valentine's Day, don't give him shit. Yeah. And... You know, like when his birthday comes around, start getting, giving him less and less. And yeah. hopefully, you know, and then base it around his grades, too. If he's a good student, you know, surprise him with some shit, but don't give him as much. Yeah. I got I got a, f- a few opinions on that. Number one, I agree with Dog about Valentine's Day. Sure. I took a stand against Valentine's Day 20 years ago, <laughs> and my wife is aware of it. And I think I might have said it before on the show, but you it's did. a bullshit holiday. Mm-hmm. Um you're just playing into the hands of the corporation that invented it. So, but if you want to give your kid a gift on Valentine's Day, you know, of course, by all means, do it. But as far as kids not appreciating things, here's a couple things. All right. Uh, number one, I think all parents of this generation have a little bit of this problem in their lives simply because we're all doing a little bit better for the most part. So our kids are all a little bit more spoiled. And it's really hard for a kid to understand the value of money and of gifts. Sure. As a kid, because it's just a foreign concept to them. So yeah. the first thing is getting them to understand the value of money. Now, I talked about this with Larry Sharp, and he kind of like shot my, my theory in the ass. But we've been doing this with our kids, and I think it's been great. Uh, we give them chores, and we pay them for their chores. They have an allowance. They get, they get paid a certain amount of money for their chores. If they don't do all the chores, they don't get the allowance. So then when they want a toy, or when they want a video game, or when they want a, a treat... They spend their own money. So now they understand the value of money. So then when they don't get something that they wanted on Christmas or their birthday, Mm -hmm. they have a little bit more understanding of uh, what it takes to actually produce that gift. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's one thing. Make them understand the value of money by by making them manage their own money um, and making them earn it with hard work. The second thing is when you live in a good community – 
um, and you make a decent amount of money, you don't necessarily see how some people struggle. So it's hard to appreciate how good you have it until you have a little context for how some people don't have it as well. Like my, my, my wife used to shout about at the kids, like all parents do about if you don't eat that dinner, you know, there's starving kids in Africa, blah, blah, blah. Every parent's throwing out that line. Yeah. That there's no context for that line for a child. What we do with our kids is we took them to Skid Row and we walked through Skid Row and saw what some people live like. And there's kids on Skid Row. Sure. And that'll give your kids a little, little bit better of a baseline understanding for how blessed they are. So mm-hmm. I make them understand money and uh, show them in real life how hard some people have it. Yeah. No, I think that's all good. I think, and I'm sorry, your friend's name one more time? Rob. Rob, that's right. Rob, I think you're on the right track. Keep moving with that. Stay consistent. Follow your instincts. Yeah. Grasshopper. I felt like very wise when I said that, but go ahead. All right. Number two. Question number two. Okay. This comes from Ingrid. What's happening, Ingrid? Another female listener. Yes. And that's right. We love her. We In- love you, Ingrid. Ingrid is from West Virginia. All right. Uh-oh. And she says, how can I get my child interested in reading? Ooh. First thing is move him out of West Virginia. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's terrible. I'm kidding. And when we lose a whole demographic just on that comment alone. Um, man, that's a tough one. Uh, reading is one, it's a fight. I know it's got to be a fight because it's something that, at least with my, my daughter, she took to early. And so it made it very easy for her to continue. Now she's kind of falling away from it. So we're trying to stay with it. But it's tough to start if you don't really have that spark, uh, you know, originally. The, the only thing I would suggest is to try to make it as entertaining as you can. Say, for instance, if he's into sports. Yeah, exactly. You know, go get yourself a Sports Illustrated or a Sports Illustrated for kids. I think they all have these little magazines for kids. They even have, I think CNN does a uh, news uh, uh, booklet for kids. I don't know if CNN is your speed. You might be more of a Fox News person or an MSNBC. Why? Just because they're from <laughs> or, or what, West no, Virginia? They're Fox I, News people? L- no, I'm just trying to throw it out to all the spectrums. I don't want everybody to think, you know, we're biased one way or another. But they do have these little... That was a hate crime right there. It was. And, you know, and I didn't even get to hire two Nigerians to make pull it (laughs) off. But, no, any of those things. Uh, National Geographic, I'm sure, has a National Geographic for kids. Um, Look at those... see them titties. Yeah, oh, man. You see, but they don't... I don't think they do that, like, when we were kids. do that anymore? I don't think they do that That was my porn until I was about 15. (laughs) That's all I got. It was more of the African titties. Yeah, I like to see that. You don't like African titties? Yeah, I mean, but they just show black titties. They just show white titties. Yeah, I know. Why is that? That's another hate crime. Well, because there's not too many... Uh, white tribes running around <laughs> Africa, maybe I mean, not. No, but you, yeah, you see these black women bouncing their titties, titties. off their knees and yeah. shit like that. Like really long titties and yeah. twerking, yeah. But no, go get those books. Go get those publications. Um, find out what he's interested in, and you know what he's interested in, and yeah. try to find something along those lines that you can make exciting for him. Or it is a him, right? Or is it a her? Is it him? It's him a child. Or either a child. Or. Either, either or. or. And, you know, make them read that sort of stuff. They, there's plenty of stuff online you could do also, I'm sure. You don't have to actually go get that hardbound book or whatever. But, yeah, that would be my best advice. Doggy, what do you think? I mean, you hit it right on the nose. Like, hey, if it's a boy and he likes fishing, hey, read some bass fishing stories or anything. You know, like, hey, if he likes Kobe Bryant, get Kobe's autobiography. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that I think that'll help, yeah. you know, to the fact that, you know, just to get interested and just start reading and stay sharp. Exactly. You know, I you know, I used to love reading when I um grew up. I, I love reading. Yeah. I still love reading to this day. 
And you, I mean, you don't have, you're not like Dexter Manley or anybody like no, that. No, I can read. You can read. I'm literate. <laughs> that remains to be seen. Well, I might not comprehend you, well, but I, <laughs> I read the shit out of something, but I won't tell you what I read. <laughs> yeah. Keep it clean. Yeah, yeah. man. Every, uh, every once in a blue moon, you guys knock it out of the park. Of and course. The, and the dad doesn't need to come in and clean it up. Oh, wow. I think you, I think you stated it perfectly. If you want, if you want your kids to read, it can't be a punishment. It's got to be something they enjoy doing. So yeah. get them, find out what they like get him that kind of book That's my it. kid my kid loves uh horror stories mm-hmm. and we couldn't get him to read for the longest time and we got him some like fucked up horror books like he blood and shit. gore and all yeah. that and now he's he's a voracious reader yeah so there it is now he's gonna be an awesome reader or a serial killer one of those or both maybe don't limit yourself that's right go out and you can be whatever you want to be stab son. and then read a book <laughs> like exotic and erotic diaries and oh, stuff. You know? now, now you know what porn. he reads. Yeah, that's what he reads. No, I mean... Dog I, made it 12 do. minutes without <laughs> referencing porn. Good job, buddy. Good job. <laughs> he was fighting it. He was fighting it the whole time. He had that itch, you know. Go get some ointment for that, by the way. But, um, oh, folks, before we forget and we move on, keep in mind, Gloria Allred is coming. She's going to join the show um, any minute. Uh, but meanwhile... Jesse Smollett. Oh, uh, boy. We'll just uh, go with the latest on him. Um, essentially, it's a hoax. We've, we've uncovered that. Jay Maddie hit that one shit on the nose he weeks did. ago. Thank that you, is dog. correct. I he, did. He, he pointed that out. He That's said what was what. And, you know, Jesse is very creative, apparently. But... Now there's Not like that creative man. Well, I mean, I mean that that's what the tip off was when he when the cops show up at his house mm-hmm. and he's still wearing the noose. Well, that's oh, that's crazy. The, yeah, what's him, going on? Yeah, yeah, him not turning over the phone was the when I that knew, was the big one. Yeah, yeah, that was like yeah, okay. But then he didn't look beat up enough. That yeah, that's didn't another. Look like, yeah, the yeah way like he, one little scratch. Yeah, the way yeah. he was describing it, shit, man. You describe you got fucked up. Yeah, man. yeah, you know, but. Yeah, so the thing is, is now you could see sort of his PR team at work where they're coming with, well, you know, the uh, the law, law enforcement now says that he may not have sent the letter to himself. And you're like, okay, yeah, that's like the most minor thing out of everything that happened. And what's awful about this is it... There's so many things oh, God, about it. It screws up people at every level. There's sort of the black thing where now uh, people look at black folks and say you see you guys exaggerate yeah and then there's the gay thing where they say well you guys are all drama queens and you guys are too emotional and all that other shit there i mean there's the me too thing where now it's like well why why would you believe a woman ever again if she just how can you believe anybody now so it screws up a lot of people's movements. But, but does it screw it up? Because it, I mean, shouldn't we be pumping the brakes on these things? Like this whole move, this whole idea that you have to believe someone when they claim to be a victim is a bad idea. Sure. How, what happened to the idea of innocent until proven guilty? It's like in the past couple of years, somebody comes out and points a finger at somebody and says they did this mm-hmm. and that person's career is over. Sure. Pumping the brakes on these things is not a bad idea, number one. Um Number two, you, you you reeled off okay, black people, yeah. uh, women, sure. gay people. Yeah. How about this guy? Th- there were, could have been a couple guys going to jail for something they didn't You're, do. I, yeah. yeah, no, I was gonna get there. The, the even <laughs> even that seems like number one to me. <laughs> even the the even the MAGA crowd they get they get a hit on this as a matter yeah. of fact because they although you may not agree with whatever their politics is. No one deserves to be lined up sort of, I mean, just like, you know, driving while black and all that other stuff. No one deserves to be falsely accused of anything. So, I mean, there could have been a situation where 
just so happened that night, two guys were walking around with MAGA hats on or red hats on. And now they're in jail or now they're beaten up or whatever. So there was just basically a, a, a catastrophe could have occurred following uh, his his claims. And, um, you know, it, it looks like I think they said it's like a three year maximum on something like that because uh, it's basically filing a false police report. Well, they need to give him the max. Yeah, I agree with that. Shit. I agree with that. And and he got I guess an he, example. It's just unbelievable yeah. to me that somebody would do that. Yeah, I mean that to me as is as unbelievable as the somebody actually doing that crime to somebody. Both are equally unbelievable to me. I can't can't believe either of those. Yeah, I think you could put it in the same category as someone making like a terrorist threat, like calling a build, calling somebody and saying there's a bomb in the building. I think that's. If, I don't know if there's a, st- a stronger sentence or something like that, but I think. It, for cases like this, I think you got to get creative in sentencing because he went he went beyond. Yeah, and I guess uh, the Empire people have cut him out the scenes. He and Terrence Howard apparently got into it on the set. Um, you know, reportedly, we don't know that we weren't there. So, but folks, we want you to know that Jay Maddie brought that to you first. And yeah, he he should be, able to work, be he shouldn't work again in Hollywood. Oh, he won't. Oh he no, won't. he's done. Well, you know, he'll probably end up on some reality show. People love a comeback yeah, story. I, he, see, he I can will. see that. My mind's telling me no. R. Kelly. Oh, and man. and you see, we bring it to you folks. I hope you guys are appreciating this. Is another one this. I'm tired of talking about. But what, is there something new with, with him? It is. But he just the, bailed out. He bailed out. But it's something I told you January 3rd when they ran that movie about R. Kelly. I said, he's going down next, folks. What did I tell you? I told you that. Yep, you did. And they found a way to get him. So he's indicted on these multiple counts, child pornography. There's another, uh, I guess, a tape. Supposedly. Supposedly. With him and a youngster uh, having sex. He's pled not guilty. He bailed out. Um, let's see here. The prosecutors say there could even be more tapes. And as we speak, female fans are trying to pay or, or were trying to pay R. Kelly's bail before he bailed out. So he still has a constituency of these people. R. Kelly finally under some legal scrutiny. And we'll see how it all works out. But we again, we, we're two for two today on predictions, folks. So we got anything to say about it, or are you just giving us the the headline? I mean, it's about time. I think it's I think it it's right. I also want to hold me too responsible to make sure that they just they're not just not rounding up black people like Bill Cosby and R. Kelly go to jail and everybody else goes free. I you know I think there's some sentiment there, but that has to play out. I'm going to let that play out. I'm not going to rush to a decision there. Um, I feel a conspiracy here. Uh oh, on R. Kelly. Yeah, come mm-hmm. on, man. You know, let's get all the facts out, man. Yeah, let's get these facts out. Let these women testify. Sure. Mm-hmm. And let's get it over with. I mean, if they don't want to testify, obviously it was consensual. It's sick, but it was consensual. Yeah. Yes. So if I haven't heard of R. Kelly raping young women, mm-hmm. I heard of him just sleeping with yeah. minors. Yeah. Yeah. You but, know, it's yeah. like I'm I just want to know. Yeah. It's still you know, it's a thin line. It's like, okay. He is 50-something years old. Damn, or then he, when he was doing this, he was, what, 30 and 40. Still don't make And they right. were like, what, 17? Yeah, you, you bring up a good point. Mm-hmm. Okay, you do. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I have not been following this case at all to really comment. And you're yeah. right. We got to wait for the facts. Yeah. We don't want to be hypocrites. Mm-hmm. But the fact is he did have sex with a minor. We right. know that, right? It's right. on video. Yeah. But you bring up a good point. Like, did he know she was a minor? I don't know. Did well, he? Well, he, some of them yeah. lied. And to if him. you don't know, does that are you off the hook? Like, if a girl tells you she's nineteen but she's really seventeen, yeah, yeah. But some women have told him that. 
Mm-hmm. So and that was on the documentary also. So what is your responsibility in that situation? Exactly. Well, there's I'm no, asking. I don't have an answer. Yeah, there, well, there, I don't think... I mean, as a parenting podcast, you know, we got to protect Are you going to check That's IDs? We gotta, Come on. Yeah. Well, no, they, you, you're... It does get a little shady or a little murky in that in that discussion. If you don't know how the girl is, she That's tells right. you you're one age, she's one age, and you find out she's not. Yeah, there's got to be... that's definitely we can all agree that's different than uh sleeping with some 16 year old and you know she's 16 yeah like if she tells you it's it's different Mm -hmm. i'm not sure how much better it is but it's definitely different yeah but there's a pattern because you know he's married he was married to Aaliyah, and i think Aaliyah was 15 15 or something like that he supposedly her had this fourteen-year-old girl. Yeah, none okay. of her so family he talks is, about. He's it. a repeat offender for sure. Yeah, like that's not up for debate, is it? But Aaliyah lied mm-hmm. about her age. Supposedly, he married her. Though. Yeah, he yeah. had. Yeah. Well, they like they they. At some point. Well, yeah. obviously, somebody put like she was eighteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, on the on the yeah. Uh, marriage license. Yeah, mm-hmm. come on. Yeah, and there was at least one report, and I don't know if it's a report or gossip or whatever. This new tape may have the female telling him how old she is like because if you look at the documentary some of the women or one of the at least one of the women said that that was what he liked sexually was to hear you tell him how old you were during sex oh man so He's don't know anyway yes yeah, don't know if that's man. true that's something i heard don't go to the bank with it so he was but seeking that out that yeah and yeah. The, i mean and a lot of the documentary is Talking about how he would just pop up at the high school, the local high school. Uh, oh yeah, that was sick at thirty something years old. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's why are you much. trying to defend this guy? Yeah, that's that's that seems little, like bad. I'm news. not trying to defend him. Yeah. I just want all the facts out there. Yeah, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't sound right. You know, if I was, you know, he will have his day in court. And just in time, would you look at that? Miss Gloria Allred is joining us by phone. She is representing several, several of R. Kelly's alleged victims, an unbelievable attorney, un- unbelievable civil rights act- activist. Uh, she brings fear into the heart of all of her opponents. Uh, she's, of course, Ms. Gloria Allred. And Gloria, thank you for joining us on the show. Well, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> anytime, anytime. Um, we'll get right into it because I know you're busy. Um, the last couple of weeks we've noticed kind of the ebb and flow of this whole Me Too movement you have, of course, the indictment of R. Kelly, which a lot of people were waiting countless years for, uh, decades, actually. And then you also had the Jesse Smollett incident where, you know, something like that could cast a shadow over movements because a lot of this stuff is he said, she said, or, or what have you. How big, first of all, is the R. Kelly indictment for that Me Too movement? And then we could talk about what sort of damage uh, the Jesse Smollett incident does to the cause as well? Well, great topics and great questions. I First of all, as to Mr. Kelly, mm-hmm. uh, who I guess I should call the defendant because he has now uh, been indicted by a grand jury on 10 counts of aggravated um, sexual uh, abuse of at least uh, four women. Mm-hmm. Uh, three of whom allegedly were underage at the time that the prosecutor says that he sexually abused them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, of course, very serious. And, and there's also one adult who alleges she was sexually abused. But beyond that, uh, there are many others who have accused him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I represent um, more than six 
mm-hmm. uh, alleged victims of uh, of R. Kelly, mm-hmm. uh, one of whom I did a news conference with yesterday in L.A., and I did also uh, two prior news conferences in New York with some of the other alleged victims. What he has done is very, very, very serious. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, in in most states, cannot consent legally to uh, sex with an adult over a certain number of years older mm-hmm. than they are. That would be considered statutory rape or unlawful sexual intercourse. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they said yes, even if they did, I'm not saying the the people that I represent did, mm-hmm. is not significant under the law because the point is we have a public policy. We don't want adults taking advantage sexually of you know, teenage girls or teenage boys. Sure. Um, so, in other words, yesterday I, I did a press conference with one of my clients who was in that Lifetime documentary, and you know which one I'm talking yes, about. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we're talking about uh, Surviving R. Kelly, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's, that's a very compelling documentary with a number of accusers of R. Kelly, mm-hmm. um, some of whom I represent, one of whom was with me yesterday, and that is Lizette Martinez. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lizette uh, was very concerned because now that Mr. Kelly has been indicted, his defense attorney, uh, Steve Greenberg, we all know, came out and said, well, all of the victims are, are lying. Mm-hmm. Well, she wanted to respond to that. Uh, and, and my response is all of the alleged victims that are uh, called victims and for whom charges are filed in the Chicago criminal case against Mr. Kelly are expected to testify under oath at the trial. Many of them, or maybe most, uh, testified under oath before the grand jury. And um, other accusers that I represent have met and provided facts underlying their allegations to law enforcement in a number of different jurisdictions. But the defendant, he, Mr. Kelly has not testified under oath about these allegations. I suspect he'll decline to do so at trial. I think that speaks, you know, very loudly for his position. Mm-hmm. Um, we do know, of course, that he was acquitted in a prior criminal case in Chicago many years ago, but that involved an alleged sex tape with a teenage girl who was allegedly 14 years old. And she declined to testify at trial. Yeah. And uh, and then so the jury acquitted. They felt they couldn't be sure that it was R. Kelly on the tape. They couldn't be sure that she was the one and so forth or how, how old she was. This is a different time now because, as you pointed out, this is Me Too time. Mm-hmm. Women are not going to suffer in silence. They're not going to let fear be a weapon that keeps them down. And so many of them did speak up and speak out on the Lifetime documentary. Uh, and some of them elsewhere, not on the documentary. Some of them are reaching out to attorneys like me. I have some clients who've never gone public, never will go public. Having, However, they will speak to law enforcement, mm-hmm. and they will answer questions, which may help. There are other jurisdictions other than Chicago that are uh, also investigating this matter. Yeah. For example, um, the United States Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of New York. Mm-hmm. Um and, uh, of course, New York, um, our, my clients have also spoken to the New York Police Department. And then there, there are two others that have contacted me, mm-hmm. um, and, and, but I'm not going to reveal who they are. So there are many, many investigations going on all over the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
uh, what I'm saying is that I think at this point we can expect that there's, you know, access to justice anyway for the uh, accusers of R. Kelly and also for him. He'll have his day in court. Uh, but so will some of the victims, and it will be interesting to see if other accusers are also allowed to testify at that trial and whether there will be prosecutions elsewhere as well. Gotcha. And, of course, with Jesse Smollett, you know, the accomplishments Me Too has made, which I think I don't think there's a documentary on R. Kelly unless there's a Me Too movement, and it sort of becomes a domino effect for him where ultimately I think that ends up in his indictment. What does something like Jesse Smollett do for the movement in turn? And I don't think it stops it, obviously. But what do you deal with in terms of people believing and throwing the thing in? Well, you can't believe everything you hear that because that's the next thing that you'll hear from people as more victims in in any case come forward. Well, if I may, let me just finish up with R. Kelly oh, and sure. say that the years and this is what Lizette said yesterday at the press conference that. She had met him at the age of 17 when she was walking in the mm-hmm. mall with friends, mm-hmm. you know, like so many teenagers often do. Yeah. And she, he said, she says the years mm-hmm. of preying on young women have gone on far too long and that Robert must be held accountable for the many lives he's ruined and still continues to do today. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she said the only, you know, when the fact that his attorney called her a lie, the, the women liars, he says that she said yesterday, the, the only person lying is your client, and he's done so for more than 20 years. <laughs> but anyway, uh, as to Jesse Smollett, mm-hmm. um, I want to say that, you know, that's a very, very, you know, complicated and very troubling kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see the Good Morning America interview uh, with him. Yeah. And, you know, he suggested that he wanted to be an advocate for, you know, African-American men, gay men, you know, afraid of coming forward and so forth. And he positioned himself that way. Mm-hmm. But now what we have is, you know, very serious allegations by the police department. He is in very big, you know, legal trouble Um and it looks like he's being prosecuted or going to be prosecuted. Mm-hmm. And did he make a false police report? Yeah. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But, of course, if he did, that's very, very serious. Taking the time of law enforcement, if, in fact, what he was saying was not true, mm-hmm. is, you know, when they could be dealing with so many other very, very serious felonies that they are investigating every day. Yeah. Um, People have to know. You talk to law enforcement, you better tell the truth. Mm-hmm. If you don't tell the truth, there are legal consequences for you. You don't have any obligation to speak to them, but if you do, then you do have an obligation to tell the truth. So it concerns me because I'm a civil rights attorney. Yes. You know, we've done for decades mm-hmm. uh, cases involving gay, lesbian, transgender uh, individuals. I hope, by the way, I don't know if you've had an opportunity to see my Netflix documentary called Seeing All Red. I will watch that tonight. <laughs> okay. It's streaming on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, we it, it premiered at the Sundance Film Festival last year as an official selection. Mm-hmm. And we're very blessed to have received 100% positive reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, all positive reviews. Okay. Which I, is unusual. No, I will But anyway, <laughs> my point is this. Yeah. Look, it's important that people speak the truth when they speak mm-hmm. because, you know, if it's not the truth, it hurts so many people. 
And yes, people who are gay and lesbian believe in their cause of, you know, being treated equally under the law, enjoying respect and dignity. People who care about rights for African Americans, as I do. Mm-hmm. This is really very serious if he made a false claim. Yeah. Um, because it just hurts those who are going to make true claims. Mm. It's the, you know, the boy who cried wolf type of thing. Yes. Are you going to believe somebody in the future, or are you suddenly going to say, well, he's probably not telling the truth. Remember, Jesse didn't. Mm-hmm. Of course, he says he didn't do anything wrong or appears to take that position, but we'll have to wait and see what a jury decides. Yeah. Uh, yes, it does hurt civil rights when this happens. I literally, some years ago, had a client who literally had a noose, you know, uh, place at his workplace. And, mm. you know, and th- so I take this very seriously and because we're trying to advance the cause and which is equal rights for all mm. and not to be discriminated against on account of your race or your sexual orientation or your any uh, sex or anything else. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I'm very troubled by it. And by the way, I, I, when I was when this first happened, before we knew, you know, when Mr. Smollett was just first making his claims, I was asked to comment on it by the mm-hmm. press, and I fa- I declined to do so because I had some suspicions about him at yeah. the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of it was why didn't he turn over his phone to the police when they asked? That was my red flag. Yeah. That's a routine <laughs> suggestion, don't you agree? I, he, and he and mm-hmm. he didn't do it. Sure. Refused no. to do it. No bells went off when that when I when I heard that. Definitely. And yeah, and so again, I don't want to condemn him, but it, it, this is very, very serious mm-hmm. for all of us. And it, it, to say it's disappointing is the understatement of the year. That that is correct, definitely. Um, like you said, you you represent multiple R. Kelly accuser, accusers, and I do. And I mean, and that's really just the tip of the iceberg of what you've done in your career. Obviously, I want to know. After everything you've seen, is there anything that shocks you? I mean, involving R. Kelly, anything you've seen in a case that is just something that you're just like, wow, I've never seen that before. I didn't expect that. I didn't see that coming. Well, I will say, because I can't disclose what they've told me. Sure. I will say that these allegations Mm -hmm. are so much more serious than frankly, allegations in other cases that I've, that I've been involved in, mm. you know, with the exception of murder cases. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this, this is way up there in reference to allegations about a sexual predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, if it's true mm-hmm. that he provided access mm-hmm. to alcohol and drugs to vulnerable teenage girls, mm-hmm. 13 years old, 14 years old, 15, 16, 17, mm-hmm. If, in fact, that when they were under the influence of alcohol and or drugs, marijuana, cocaine, whatever, mm-hmm. he then sexually abused them, and then in addition to that, videotaped or recorded it, yeah, and then continued to groom them and continued this pattern of conduct, this is really, really serious because it's very harmful sure. to young women. Mm-hmm. And, of course, teenagers especially are going to be in awe of meeting a celebrity like R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. But, of course, it, they'll be, you know, in many cases, easy to take advantage of. Yes. 
Yeah. The but that doesn't mean that the person in power, an adult, a celebrity, has any license to take advantage of them. He's not above the law. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm very troubled by the fact that so many of these women were young African American women mm-hmm. who were fans, and you know he was able to take advantage of them. Sure. According to them. And, you know, this is harmful for them for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. What he has done, if it's proven, then he should go to prison, hopefully, for the rest of his life. I do think it's going to be different this time. Yeah. Because these women now have the support that maybe they didn't have in the past to come forward. And now they're finding the courage. They're becoming empowered. And this is the age of the reckoning. Yeah. Most definitely. And yeah, and and I don't think that Mr. Kelly is going to be able to fly away from this one mm-hmm. without serious consequences if he's convicted. Yeah. Um, and more sort of in this arena, uh, going back to 2016, following the election, the Women's March occurs, and they were rumbling from black women saying, you know, they weren't represented during this Women's March. And now with Bill Cosby and then R. Kelly now being indicted, what do you say to, to blacks who fear that Me Too will only succeed in incarcerating black abusers and not not white abusers? And I mean, all of this stuff is not worked. Its well, way out I yet. mean, mm-hmm. you, you mean you mean African American celebrities? Correct. Well, I mean, I also represent uh, one of the two victims in the criminal case against Harvey Weinstein. Yes. In New York, mm-hmm. and Harvey Weinstein is accused by. I don't know. I lost count. 60 to 70 accused. Quite a few. Quite a few. He was one of the most powerful producers Mm. in Hollywood. Yeah. And so that's, it's not just against African-American celebrities. Yeah. Because he was perhaps the most powerful producer Mm. in Hollywood. And there are many others, you know, Mm. whose names, you know, anybody has to look on the internet, famous celebrities, Caucasian guys too. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, Kevin Spacey, who's also being prosecuted. Yeah. And and others. Mm -hmm. But so, but the point is, I'm glad that the voices of crying out for justice of the African-American women accusers are being heard. Yeah. Now, there is attention to this by law enforcement. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, very serious attention. I know, because I'm involved in this. And... And this is good mm-hmm. because there has to be equal justice under the law. And I mean, this idea, if, if he recorded and apparently reportedly there are a number of tapes recorded children's, if he was sexually abusing children and then recording it, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that's child pornography. It's that's a, a serious mm-hmm. crime. Yeah. And it's a crime not only to possess it and distribute it, but it's a crime to record it. Mm-hmm. And even if he didn't record it, it would be a crime to engage in sexual abuse of a child. Yeah. So I this is this has got to be taken seriously. I, I'll tell you, I'm investing quite a bit of time mm-hmm. in supporting these, you know, number of uh, of accusers, vic- alleged victims, mm-hmm. and there are many more. No. So. We're, we we're gonna we need the truth about this, mm-hmm. 
And I've had a lot of African-American women contact me and say, you go, girl, <laughs> because they really, you know, you go get him. Yes. I mean, just absolutely furious no, about what he is alleged to have done. For a long time. For a long time. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And the harm, the damage to these young women, mm-hmm. it, it's just horrendous. No, it... it... Watching, so I'm just honored and proud to be able to represent them and fight for them and fight for the justice that they deserve to have. Yeah, no, it is long overdue and about time, definitely. Um, it is. And again, speaking on, you know, because you're getting into the whole consent thing and everything else, uh, BYU, Brigham Young University, has a program entitled Can I Kiss You? And it's been something that's uh, been shown to students in terms of explaining what consent is. And they sort of go through a uh, step-by-step thing that each level of intimate in, in an in, intimate encounter needs to sort of get permission in terms of, you know, can I t- touch you? Can I kiss you? Mm-hmm. So on and so forth. Is that what the goal of the Me Too movement is in terms of, is that, I mean, is that where, to get that specific, is that something that is the goal of that movement? Well, I mean, I think the goal is to end violence against women, gender violence. Look at Bill Cosby, for example. Mm -hmm. I mean, there, there's an allegation of drugging. There there were allegations of drugging and sexual assault. I also represented a number of victims of Bill Cosby Mm -hmm. or accusers of Bill Cosby. And by the way, they tried to make that a racial issue, too, the defense at one point. Yeah. But as they say in the South, that dog won't hunt because many of my clients were African-American women Yes, uh, who testified against them mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, alleged that they were victims. So, but the, it's an end to gender violence. It's an end. It, it's equal, you know, it, yeah, it's consent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, By the way, it's very, very funny. There was a, an actress not long ago. I'm not sure who it was, but it was Kristen Jenner with someone who tweeted that she was reading her fairy tale to her child, mm-hmm. to her young daughter, and she said something about, uh, you know, the Prince Charming kiss Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. And then she tweeted something about, that's wrong to kiss uh, someone while she's sleeping. You have to ask her consent. There you go. Yeah. And, and then Governor Huckabee, former Governor Huckabee, mm-hmm. you know, the father of sure. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, sure. Trump's press secretary, mm-hmm. he tweeted, come on, this is just a fairy tale. <laughs> If it were real life, yeah. Sleeping Beauty would have called Gloria Allred. <laughs> so then I responded with a tweet, and if it were real life, Mike Huckabee, yeah. uh, I would have sued Prince Charming, <laughs> or I would have obtained a confidential settlement for her. And, and, would... and then the president of the South Carolina Women Lawyers <laughs> tweeted, yeah. and if Gloria Allred had represented Sleeping Beauty, she would have gotten her the castle. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody wants to know now, if it's, you're suing Prince Charming, do you ask for a change of venue? What, 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 what's the first move there? <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't hear your question. I said, if you're su- suing Prince Charming, do you ask for a change of venue? Oh, uh, what's the venue? Yeah, what, what, yeah, because you're, you're calling the shots, as usual. Could be anywhere, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> You, you got a winnable There are lots case. of people purporting to be Prince Charming all over the world. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, you know, we always say the women's movement is about what if Prince Charming never comes, or what if Prince Charming comes and turns into a frog. Yeah, yeah. Or what if Prince, Princess Charming never comes. So mm-hmm. that's what it is. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go, but I'm happy to take one last question. Sure, and it's a parenting show, so I, it's perfect timing. Um, as a mother, 
what's because I mean, you got a lot going on, obviously. And you raised a, a daughter. You didn't, and who happens to be a lawyer. She didn't come out as a lawyer. She was actually a child who you had to raise, right? <laughs> right? It doesn't happen like that. Um, what's one thing you pat yourself on the back for, and what's one thing that you think you could have done better? I couldn't hear the last part. Oh. What do I pat myself on the back for, and what else? And what's one thing you think you could have done better? Well, I mean, I think she's a wonderful daughter and uh, a good mother to my grandchildren. And who my grandchildren, of course, are 29 <laughs> and 27 at this point. How did you do that? Uh, You're only like 30, right? I'm 77. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, good. And I love it. I get up every day and I thank God for the life that I have and being able to help people. And nobody can remember the last time I was sick or missed a day of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work weekends, holidays, nights, and all the time because I feel blessed to be able to help people, and I feel that's my duty. Sure. Um, so I think, you know, my daughter's a good person and a good member of the community and, and a good lawyer, and so I feel very good about her, and, you know, hopefully I had some small part in all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my granddaughter's also a lawyer, and my grandson's a paralegal who is good. Took the uh, is about to take shortly the law school entrance exam. Mm-hmm. So, all, what could I have done better? I think we all can always do better. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I she's had a lot of tough love for me, but you know, uh, all I can say is I think she's turned out pretty pretty well. And you know, if there were two of me, I could have given her more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only one of me, so. You know, I am who I am, but, you know, I think I did pretty well, and, um, you know, probably she's, you know, I could have, I, I, I guess I could always do better. Yeah. Well, that's all of us. All of us are they're raising kids. But, no, I know you are extremely busy. You probably have 100 million cases on your desk. Thank you always for joining us, and we'd love well, to have you Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm so glad you're doing this and shedding light on such important issues. And I'll look forward to doing it again with you sometime. That's the deal. Thank you. Okay, cool. All Thank right. you. Okay. Have a great day. You Bye-bye. too. Bye-bye. We'll be back with more on The Dad Presents after these words. Yo, B. What's happening? You, you notice how chill and sexy I'm looking right now? Uh, no comment on that. Well, you, you notice. Don't pretend you didn't notice. Mm, quite the opposite. <laughs> but what are you getting at? You want to know why I'm looking so chill and please, so sexy right now? Please stop talking and just tell me <laughs> what, what you're It's me undies. I'm feeling good. I'm wearing me undies. I feel good. And when you feel good, you look good. Are we really talking about your underwear right now? I'm talking about my underwear. I don't want to talk about your underwear. Me undies are the best underwear you can get out there. And our listeners, we got a code for you. If you want some me undies, if you want to feel fresh, if you want to look good, go to meundies.com. Use the code word friend. Buy 20 for 20% off. That's a bargain at any price. So you, you said these are the best underwear you can get? Look at me right now. I don't want to. Look at me. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Go to me undies. <laughs> do what he said with the code. Get them. They're great underwear. That's all I'm going to say about it. My nuts are so tight. I, I, you took it too far. And another thanks to our esteemed guest, Miss Gloria Allred, for stopping by. Uh, we're going to go ahead and continue the conversation on Jesse Smollett. Uh, Jay Maddie, the floor is yours. But I want, I want to talk about um, hate crimes for a second. Okay. All right. This happened in Chicago, sure. right? Mm-hmm. In Chicago in the last decade, there have been more black men killing other black men in the last 10 years than soldiers die, American soldiers dying in Iraq. Mm-hmm. That's almost never in the news. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now this one hate crime 
before it was even blown up as being fake, yeah. was everywhere. Yeah. So, so here's what I want to know. Number one, why do we label things as hate crimes? Like, mm-hmm. if if you be a black man, mm-hmm. come to my house and you murder my family and steal my money, and your mm-hmm. motive was because you want you needed money. Yeah. Or I come over to your house and kill your family because I hate black people. Mm-hmm. Does it matter? Aren't they both hate crimes? I mean, if if you physically attack someone, mm-hmm. that's a hate crime. Right. Yeah. Was it? They all they but they use this term hate crime just so that because it's sexy because then mm-hmm. that, they make it into a racial thing. There there are far more white men victimized from black men than the other way around. Sure. We don't label those hate crimes. Well, yeah. We just call crime. No, but I think that the reason they do that is because on the lower level crimes, say for instance, versus like vandalism, if you write, you know, um, you know, whatever your tagger name is, uh, I don't know, spook or sorry, bad, bad tagger name, <laughs> but whatever your tagger name is, you put on somebody's wall. That's not, you know, uh, hate crime related. But if you write on somebody's wall, you know, the N word, a swastika, whatever, you they they give you a probably a harder harsher sentence. On sure, okay, good point. So that's that's good point. why they do it. But, they, I don't think they account for. But should they get a harsher sentence sentence just because they wrote a a dirty word on there? Yeah, because now you're intending harm in another way. You're now not just destroying their property. You're now making it on top of it and uh, um, an right. uncomfortable. I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah. I, I can see the point there. But sure. when we're talking about violent crimes, a violent crime is a violent crime. Mm-hmm. And and getting back to that one about um. Uh, vandalism that one with the church where it was vandalized and they wrote anti uh, semitic stuff mm-hmm. that turned out to be a hoax so it's yeah. turned out there's a lot of these that's the, you fake see and that's, hate crimes going on that's what this and the thing is if there is value to this if there is a you know light at the end of the tunnel you can look at it as saying well maybe this now gets people to pump the brakes a little bit before everyone flies off the handle and says it won't yeah well we you know here's hoping Although the, the people like um, Kamala Harris and uh, yeah, yeah. who's who's the, uh, the, um, the black guy in New York, Corey, uh, Corey Booker, there you go. they jumped the gun on that one super quick and they're they taking do. their sweet time apologizing for it. Well, yeah. And that's that's politics is that mm-hmm. there's some consultant who saw that news flash, breaking news, and said, you have to make a statement immediately. You're running for president. You, you got to get your message out. And that's what happens in it's elections. It's just pandering. That's, that's why it's not real life. And, you know, so that that showed that. So that, I guess that is a good part. You got to see the ugliness of it, but you also hopefully get some warnings and maybe don't rush, rush to judgment, which we're not real optimistic about. But we'll see. At least we're good about that here. Yes. We we brought that to you, folks. We are the ones that, you know, we sound the alarm bells when something like that goes off. Say, hey, calm the fuck down, everybody. This is not something to get worried we're, about. We're rational grownups. Figure it out. Exactly. Who talk about porn occasionally. But that's yeah. another issue. <laughs> Um, let's see. What else? Uh, let's talk about the Oscars. They were last night. Oh you know. my God. So boring. Yeah. I didn't even watch this shit. It's a lot. Hashtag Oscars so black. Yeah. Oh, what we the love hell, it. Man. Oh man. We came back. Racist. But you know what's funny? And, and we'll get into all this, but even with all the black accomplishments, people were still pissed off at the, what is it? The green book one for best picture. And I guess what's they're. That? It's a story about, I guess, during um, the Jim Crow era. Mm-hmm. There's a, a racist white Italian. Amazing! This yeah. is fit. This is true to life. Yeah, well, right. we live every day. Yeah, a racist right white here. Italian right driving a black. Uh, well, the black guy is homosexual, so that's not true. Oh, but, he was. I didn't yeah, know. homosexual musician, and he's has to perform in the South. So the white guy is sort of his bodyguard, and despite their differences, they form a friendship. The 
issue behind this movie is that the this is an autobiographical movie. The black guy's family didn't think the story was true to form. And they think that it showed too much of the white guy being the hero in the story, sort of guiding the black man or whatever. Yeah. Black yeah. man doesn't need no white savior. I agree with that. That's yeah. that the truest that's, thing you ever said. Racist. Maybe the homosexual yeah. black guy might. Well, I don't know. It's different. Yeah. So, so black people are mad that Green Book won? Yeah. Spike Lee was upset. Oh, Spike Lee was? Spike Lee was upset. Oh, the, poor um, baby. And, and Spike Lee won that night his first Oscar. So yeah. congratulations, congratulations to Spike. Yeah. He should have won let's for not, Malcolm X. Let's not celebrate the win. Let's be pissed about <laughs> Green Book <laughs> Green being Book. racist. That makes sure. sense. But yeah, yeah so there's a lot of Nick flack suck. about all of that is it you know this this story that and even the times la times this morning wrote an editor an opinion piece some guy wrote an opinion piece talking about it was the worst movie ever to win for best best movie in the oscars or whatever because of because, because of the white guy is racist well, well because it showed sort of the step it not i don't want to say step and fetch it sort of thing but the sort of the need for a white person to guide a black man through his trials and tribulations. Yeah. It's almost that's like what, what driving Miss Daisy. That's exactly what they compared it to. <laughs> that's no, exactly. Number one, um, I want to blast out the LA Times. Stop mm-hmm. dropping the goddamn paper at my house. I have called them at least <laughs> half a dozen times telling them to stop bringing the paper. <laughs> They've been bringing the paper for four years. Nobody reads the LA Times. Nobody's <laughs> reading it. They just drop off the paper because they want to raise their circulation numbers and sell ads. Yeah. So I'm I'm letting all the advertisers know nobody's reading that paper. They're just dropping it off everywhere. That's number one. Number two, mm-hmm. shout out to the Oscars. Nice job getting rid of Kevin Hart for that uh, homophobic <laughs> joke of a tweet ten years ago mm-hmm. that really improved your show having zero host. Or that zero, was amazing and pretty much zero comedy. Yeah. But... So good job, Oscars. Way to way to make a strong decision and and bow down to those SJWs. Mm-hmm. It was so. It was so. Did you guys watch it? No, I watched a oh, bit. Oh, so so drab. And, I already know. And the thing is, it's it's it is what it is, man. You you go into it, you know, it's, it's a bunch of subjective thing decisions made by people that you know were smart enough to market themselves as experts. But the thing is, every film, and this is why you know the thing with Green Book shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. Every year, just about the the best movie that they pick usually sucks. That's not true. Usually sucks. That's not true. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm going to contest that. I, first of all, I, I love movies. Mm-hmm. And I've been a longtime supporter of uh, Hollywood and the film industry and all that. Sure. And I typically love the movies that come up in the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, people from all from, from the Midwest and, and the South, they always say that Hollywood is so out of touch. And I used to, I used to try to push back on that. Yeah. But more and more every year they're proving to be completely out of touch. You have these millionaires standing up there and lecturing the rest of America about inequality. Like mm-hmm. that's what all these people do in their speeches. Yeah. It's like, it, it, it's a turnoff. It, it, that's the thing. When you turn it on, you know what you're getting. And for me every year, if uh, the move, like this is the thing with me, I see black Klansman saw it a uh, week. Was ago. that any good? Was it good? It was good. But and that's what Spike Lee won for. Now the movie he should have won for in '93 was a hundred million times better than that. Yeah, like it wasn't even close. Malcolm X. Oh, Malcolm X. Yeah, Malcolm X. wasn't oh, even yeah. clo- wasn't even close. And I think that year, Unforgiven won. Which well, I mean, yeah. you're just talking about personal taste. But well, I, yeah. I will say, as a lover of movies, the mm-hmm. movie industry in general has really gone downhill in the last five years. It used to be when the Oscar list would come out, I would take a day off of work or two days, and I would go see every nominated film because wow. I, I love them. Mm-hmm. 
now, you know, I, I probably saw three of the films mm-hmm. from the list last night. It's just not as good. And I don't know if that's Hollywood or it's because there's so much competition out there. Like all the big stars are going to Netflix, mm-hmm. um, you know, Amazon. They're all making the original content and movies just aren't, they don't have the, the, the draw that they used to. People want to stay home and watch their shit. They don't want to go out and pay 20 bucks for a movie. No. Yeah. No. It, it's, it's, what do you think should have won? This year? Yeah. And I didn't see all of them. I didn't see all of them. Um, I would, I, you know what? I liked, I really liked, um, what was it? Uh, uh, the Queen movie, Rhapsody. Um, oh, you mean in Rhapsody? Yes. Yeah, I, I heard liked, good things about that. I, I actually liked that movie a lot. It was, it was, you I know, liked Vice. Vice was really good. I, you see, I didn't see, I want to really see that. Good, I haven't yeah. seen it yet. So like I, Bradley I can't. Cooper and uh, Lady Gaga's movie up. Yeah. 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 yeah I want to see that movie. And so was Black Panther. Now, Again? this is how you know they've gone over the top <laughs> ridiculous. Last, they were up that last movie, year. First of all, that movie was like two years ago, I think. Sure. Second of all, it's a superhero movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought it was an average superhero movie. I don't like any of those. But even if you think it's the greatest superhero movie of all time, it's a superhero movie. Those don't get nominated. But this one did. Mm-hmm. It's because they're going, they, that backlash from Oscars So White. They have gone so far in the other direction now. It's just it's it's laughable. Did you watch Black Panther in the movie theater? Um, no, but I saw it with my kids. They liked it. You guys went out, or you guys? No, saw no, it we at got, home. saw it at home. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you got, if you went out, actually, you would have probably thought it was like some type of a uh, Cry Freedom or some type of movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, everybody was in Daishiki. Yeah, yeah. It was real. Oh, was really? Yeah, it was a oh, real it experience. Was deep. Oh, that's not, that's yeah. kind of cool. But yeah. it's a Marvel. It's right. mm-hmm. No, it's not cool. They no? went overboard with that shit. Well, you know, people get excited. Let them do their thing. I mean, Asians did that with Crazy Rich Asians, and that was a terrible know? movie, by the way. Really? No, no offense. I heard that's the greatest movie of all time. No, that's sucked ass. Ninety nine on Rotten Tomatoes, right up there. Sucked, with Black absolutely Panther. sucked ass. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I didn't see it. Crazy Rich Asians. Not neither one of those are are in my wheelhouse. I like I like good storytelling. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't like the movie. It stunk. But moving on. Moving on. Um, oh, we're gonna reverse things a little bit, everybody. Reverse. Reverse. We're gonna put we're it in change reverse. direction. Change directions. Reverse. Right. Instead of a cracker asking a black guy. A black guy. We're gonna flip it. We're gonna flip it. There you go. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, you're you can't it. go in reverse. Oh, I guess no. you can't reverse go back. We should be going and talking about what we talked about. The black the guys the asking the cracker. Yeah, yeah. There you go. The black guys asking for. It. So we're not doing a three sixty. We're doing like a one eighty. That's right. I don't know. I just don't. Do no, that, that was. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. No, we're flipping it. We're flipping it. We're flipping it, yeah. folks. Pay attention. So anyway, I have a question. Go for it. Because I got an answer, and I, I got to ask these white people this because. This kind of got into, I, I, I was tweeting this morning uh, after this Oscar thing when I saw the thing about uh, uh, the, the opinion piece in the Times about it's a terrible movie and whatever. And I sort of just tweeted, hey, you know, every year it's a terrible movie. What's the big deal? This guy who just so happened to be a MAGA guy comes at me and says, because I also threw in that I thought Spike Lee should have won years ago. He throws in this thing about Oscars aren't given on race. And I said, wow, I never mentioned race. I just kind of like the movie. But since you want to go there, whatever. And we kind of got into a back and forth. Find out later, he didn't know I was referring to the opinion piece. He thought I was referring to Spike Lee. <laughs> he didn't read. But anyway, why do white folks, or from what Careful I can see. Careful now. Yeah, I'm, a, a lot of white people. Get involved <laughs> in black, black, or not just black people stuff, but everything. Like if two people, because I was having a conversation on Twitter with this, this lady. Mm-hmm. And he inserted himself in the conversation. I noticed that it, it seems, because, you know, stereotype, whatever, white folks impose themselves on people's shit more than anybody. Just sort of like, and totally like unsolicited, you guys give <laughs> unsolicited advice. 
Is there like a gene well, or a, an urge that you? Yeah, I mean, we're the smartest, well, so we, we're trying to share. <laughs> of course. No, okay, man, that's okay. a that's an unfair question because I've. I don't think that's true. I think I think black people do that just as much. I've been there on Twitter. I mean, when I was on Twitter before I got suspended, yeah, but, uh, which I'll tell you about later. But you're probably giving too much advice. I've, that's probably why you're suspended. <laughs> no, man, I don't think that's a, a white people thing. I I know that I think that some people white people interject um, on these issues related to race because they're getting very frustrated with the, white mm. people are feeling specifically white men are starting to feel a little bit on their heels and attacked. Yeah. They're getting defensive. So that there might be some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that that generality is true. But like, so I can't give you an answer on that because I don't agree mm, to the premise. But points like when the lady shows up at the barbecue place and t- calls the police on the people doing barbecue or the lady who st- tried to stop the girl from sell- selling water. Like, what is that? Because I notice black folks tend usually tend not, white privilege. Well, that's a different thing yeah. altogether you're talking about. Okay. It, it, help me out. What What's different? Because I'm trying to figure out what makes them get involved they're, they're at, people calling the cops they're assholes they're there anal yeah, yeah. they're but assholes but that's yeah. that's not a race thing that's an asshole thing yeah i think so yeah i would never do something like that it's like, people, it's like people return food at restaurants they're just they're kind of assholes well if it's not hot enough i never do it's that. just been a lot of white assholes out there lately that's <laughs> been getting filmed recorded yeah i mean you know and a just, lot of the uh, True, you know, yeah. true, but yeah. a lot of those are are also not what they seem when we find out later, and you get all the footage, like the MAGA hat guy, and mm-hmm. and and a bunch of them, and the and the girl who wouldn't let the black guy in the apartment, and and this uh, and the other thing, there, you know, yeah, there's a lot, of, there's a lot, the media, look, the Democratic Party is all in on this narrative. Nobody talks about race mm-hmm. more than presidential candidates from the Democratic Party. It's their whole platform right now. So when they find anything that fits the narrative, they exploit it. They roll with it. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's it. I think. I think one thing we learned from this Jesse Smollett thing is, mm. you know, is there racism in America? Uh, yeah, there's always going to be racist. There's all that's never going away. And even mm. if all the power goes to the black people, well, guess what? There's going to be racism against white people. It's just that's just human nature. Sure. But I think what I I hope people are starting to see what I started seeing years ago is that it's better than it's ever been before. And this constant beating of the drum is going to push it in the other direction soon. Yeah. No, I, I think it's better. Uh, obviously when you talk to folks like your parents and they say, well, yeah, you get, you got, you think you have it rough. You yeah, know, that's man. Sort of yeah, yeah. It's better, but there's always room for improvement. So sure. you have to keep on it, you know, that sort of thing. But a big part of it is not jumping to conclusions. Like we said before, that's the thing that basically sends everybody off. Um, Colin Kaepernick. I feel like I want to throw a ask a black guy a thing. You should. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't have. I don't have one in the can. And if I just, <laughs> if I do it on the fly, it's going to come out racist. Ask so I didn't think about those ahead of time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you never stopped you before. Um, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. Again, the saga Again? continues. Hey, man, we've been talking right? about him since the first episode. But this is this is closure. He settles. Oh. He and Eric Reed settle. They they basically end their lawsuit with the NFL. Uh, there's rumors, of course, that Kaepernick eventually will play. I just read a little bit ago. What did he get ago. paid? Well, you see, that's the thing. I think that if he got paid a lot, he, pro- he, he probably, I mean, like a lot, a lot. If he got paid like a huge, like an astronomical amount of money, he probably said, I don't want to play in the league anymore. And they probably paid him that to keep him out of the league. 
if he wants to come back and play, he probably still got paid a lot of money, but it's probably not as much as like $100 million. Oh, so that's on the table? He can come back and play? Well, that's what they're saying. But then today, he's talking to the XFL. And the XFL, of course, is making a comeback. I I think that'd be a better move for him. He's been out the league too long. He's not that young. He wasn't that good to begin with. I don't want to know about the financial part of it. Mm -hmm. I want to know about the other aspect. Like, okay, if you come back to the league, you have to stand up. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, yeah. shit you've been fighting for all this time. That's probably in there which somewhere. Changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't I don't I wouldn't give a fuck if you got a million dollars or a hundred thousand or five hundred million. Mm-hmm. I wanna know the other part of it. Sure. You know? Yeah. And everything is and none of those details are released. Yeah. yeah. Everything's confidential. Yeah. And because it, it's probably damaging to the league. And the, a lot of times when you settle well, something. Well it's not like that, damaging to the league if they made some positive changes, right? Sure. Oh yeah, well yeah. So, yeah. But the reason they would settle, with, they did not want to have this thing go into court where someone has access to their emails and everything else. Because, you know, NFL people tend to get involved in certain shit, like Bob Kraft, for instance. Oh, my boy. <laughs> so, Bob Kraft with the Patriots. Oh, hop on a plane. Yeah. You're my hero. He's, <laughs> he's charged in a prostitution ring, basically uh, went to the same Florida massage parlor uh 17 hours apart after you know got service twice in there the police were running a sting i found out today he actually got pulled over as he left the first time gave his id to the cops oh my god and, and went then back? went back what's wrong with him well he likes sex i, yeah, I get but that part dude he's super wealthy like <laughs> yeah, you have that's... to go to a massage parlor well, you... you know he found a cool little spot a little hole yeah. in the wall have he him come to your house <laughs> yeah he should have but you know he hangs out with meek mill and them so yeah he keeps Shit. it dirty yeah but you know what what it was so interesting because he hugged the woman when he went in there because they had cameras on him actually yeah then they wiped him off and everything so i guess it took him 14 minutes the first time to bust a nut and he busted a nut. And I'm <laughs> glad he did that at 77 years old. This guy is my hero. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you went in there, yeah, dude, you're you, single. Yeah. You he went in that. there to have a good time. But you know what? You know, hey, yeah, you're right. You could have, uh, like B said earlier, somebody confidential, mm-hmm. you know, just with a contract. Like, hey, I want a massage therapist to come to me. But, man, he's such a gangster, dude. This dude let one off, busted a nut. Mm-hmm. Then hopped on a private jet and still saw his team play yeah. and win. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. epic, man. You you say he's your hero and that gives you hope. I, I say that Shit. it's depressing, man. To think at 77 years old, your dick is still making your decisions for you. That, that, that makes me sad. I was kind of hoping my dick would die in the next decade or so so I could get some mental clarity up there. And, no. You know well, I mean? I mean, look, anytime you go, I, I have this theory, anytime I have to make a, a big decision in my life, mm-hmm. I rub one out first. I do because <laughs> I, as long as sex is on the brain, it you can't do it. It has some of, no, I can do it, but it it has some effect on the decision I will make, and that and that's not just me. Whether you realize that or not, it's you too. I mean, that's what that's what life is. We're we're we have these inner driving forces telling us to procreate, 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 mm-hmm. and until you let that off. Your judgment is clouded. Yeah. So I was kind of hoping, you know, by 77, that my, my dick would not be still torturing me in that way. But Damn. Yeah, but I, I mean, mean... I would love to bust a nut and hop on my private jet, though. That, no, that's well, gangster. Yeah. That part is gangster. Sure. Well, that's yeah. gangster. Yeah. But, you know, as far as a... Re- when, <laughs> when are we going to decriminalize prostitution? I mean, how much longer does... It, 
look at robots, AI. We we spoke to Larry Sharp. We spoke to Zoltan. Mm-hmm. It's coming. AI is coming for all our jobs. Alan Iverson. You're not gonna no <laughs> <laughs> artificial intelligence, right? <laughs> You're not gonna be able to work at McDonald's. You're not gonna be able to drive an Uber. It, it wasn't that funny. Come on, man. Yeah, that was funny. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're not. You, half of our jobs are gonna be gone. That's the projection. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Prostitute is one job where AI is not going to be able to replace the real thing. Mm-hmm. It's nobody's business. If a woman wants to take care of herself and her family by selling her body, and there's a man who wants to give her money for that, it's nobody else's business. Right. Now, if you're worried about um, child endangerment or um, that's sexual slavery... Trafficking. Yeah, that, that's number different. one, that's different. Number two, you can clean it up by making the rest of it legal. Like If you want to get your rocks off... Are you going to go across the street to the place that's legal mm-hmm. and verified yeah. and the girls are checked for diseases? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to go across the street over here where it's illegal? You might get arrested because they're not verified mm-hmm. and the girls might have some diseases. Yeah. It would put that stuff out of business. Yeah. Well, this right. I, I'm not sure it does because the thing is, listen, if as long as there's money being made, there's always a scam to divert that money. So this, there's nothing that says these people will ever stop bringing these other people into the country for sex acts. They will just now do it. Legal. They, they'll bring them in and then they'll say, it's legal to do this, but you work for me. And if they could brainwash them into having sex for money in these horrible conditions, they could probably just as easily brainwash them into having sex legally and giving them a cut. It's just like being a pimp. So there's always an angle. It's, of course. Yeah. It's not going to wipe it out. Yeah. But it's going to drastically it clean, it clean it up. I mean, look, there's always going to be perverts out there who are willing to pay for the 14-year-old girl. Sure. Right? Yeah. So that's... They need to go to jail. Sure. Immediately. They, they should be probably castrated. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's going to clean it up to a great deal. I mean, legalizing marijuana, mm-hmm. look what that's done. It's it's lowered gang violence. It's lowered addiction to, to opiates in the, in the cities where they've legalized it. It's cleaned up a lot of the other... Problem. I mean, it's it's not that complicated. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 decriminalize something like marijuana. You have more black men home with their families, so there's less um, families in need of food stamps and child support and all that stuff because there's more black men home with their families instead of in jail. Yeah, uh, gang violence gets cleaned up because guess what? I don't have to deal with the gang manger- bangers to get my drugs. I'm just going to go to the pharmacy and get my weed, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. do that with all the drugs. Yeah, well, the, why did, why did I've been saying put, that a long time. Marijuana why you, was. Why did you put black men in the same sentence as food stamps? <laughs> I'm saying when a black no, man fucking with you, when a black man goes to jail. <laughs> I'm right. just fucking with you. <laughs> you ain't got to explain. I'm just fucking with you. All right. Well, I got to be careful. Yeah, I got to be careful. Yes, you're, you're in you're in South LA right now. No. I don't want to get hate crimes right now. Exactly. But Bob Kraft with, okay, so he's 77. The thing, okay, there's lots of levels of this. 77 years old. He's a widower, okay? He's he's lost lost his wife years, a few years ago. He's got a girlfriend, but, you know, he's a rich man. And, you know, it it doesn't really matter if you're rich. I mean, you're a guy. And sometimes guys dabble. And he dabbles apparently a lot. And he, on his end, it there's an innocent part of it where, He's just trying to get a release, apparently. The problem, of course, is the sex trafficking angle of it, where the thought with law enforcement is people like Kraft keep these people in business. Yeah. 
And that's what will always was this make. place uh, sex trafficking place? Yeah, that's, okay. that's the whole the whole that's sting. the whole sting. Yeah. yeah, but he wasn't involved in the sex trafficking. No, he but was, he was a only customer. giving. Yeah, he was only giving these women a hundred dollars a pop. Yeah, yeah. That, so it's not know, like he's like any normal Joe yeah. will give them a hundred dollars a pop. Yeah, so he wasn't going there and overcompensating them. The fact that they that they were a trafficking ring changes things, but mm-hmm. how much of that is on the customer? You know what I mean? It, it's not. And that's that's the innocent, if you will, part of it. The 77-year-old widower who Look, man, used every, that everybody, forget sex. Everybody mm-hmm. needs hugs and affection. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, get, you get a hug from a pretty young girl. It just it feels good. Yeah, you know, it makes you feel it makes you feel good. Get a little boner. You know, you're 77 yeah. years old. Yeah. Your wife's dead. Yeah, you're gonna be dead in 10 years. Mm-hmm. You got a fine girlfriend. You got a fine girlfriend. Well, too. yeah, he's got a girlfriend, but sometimes it's not enough. Yeah, he's he's a busy man. He's got a lot on his plate. He wanted a release. He went out and he got nothing popped. wrong with it. Yeah, and right. it's unfortunate that the place he went to was was a sex ring and. Come down on those people running the ring. They are. Yeah. They, they, 25 people got arrested. I think they they uh, obviously probably busted the owners of the shop. Um, yeah, that's tragic, that kind of stuff. And they charged yeah. him with a misdemeanor. This yeah. shit shouldn't even... It should exit the news he'll never go to well, he'll never spend a day in jail about it, so. he'll, he'll, yeah. he'll never spend a day in jail he'll be fine it's like a yeah. parking ticket he'll be fine oh yeah he'll be fine i just i just wanted to, i wanted to talk about it because I, it just burns my ass like i find myself becoming more and more of a classic libertarian by the day mm-hmm. yeah um just because it, it just makes it just makes sense like it's nobody's fucking business if bob Kraft gets a blowjob and wants to spend his money on a blowjob if he's got a woman who's willing to take that money it's nobody else's business yeah you said it burns your ass that's actually a service they offer at the shop <laughs> that's one of your better ones <laughs> well well so anyway oh wait wait i got another one you said that you uh you rub one out before you make hard decisions i do Okay, is it like for like a cell phone plan? Like if you're switching cell phone plans? No, plan, no, like, like a, bi- a big decision. You're like, a oh shit, dec- I don't know if I can need to go to Verizon. Hold like up, I got when, to the bathroom. Like when I was selling my business, before I went in there every day to negotiate, yeah. I, I took care of business. Well, that's. did you did. wash your hands? Did you do anything before you came here? That's all I want to know. I did not. Okay, enough, enough said. But put, put a wrap on it. Bob Kraft, go get, hire somebody who can get your girls for you, bring them to your house. Do that. Don't go to this place. Supposedly had really bad hygiene as well, too. It was really kind of a filthy, nasty. Yeah, I can't imagine. It's great. Place. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, sticking with uh, celebrities, and th- this is convoluted and it's gossipy and it's uh, oh it's it's People Magazine type stuff. But there's a point to this, so bear with me. So, Khloe Kardashian. Just I'm already out. You're out of it. You checked out. Okay, listen. So she goes with the uh, uh, Tristan Thompson Cavaliers, right? He's player for the Cavaliers. They have a baby together. He's cheated on her. She's taken him back. He recently cheated on her with her daughter, or sorry, her sister, Kylie's best friend, okay, who lives with Kylie, all right? Now, all this is going on. I think they're kicking Tristan out the house. They kicked Kylie's friend out of the house because she lives with her. So who's the smartest woman in the world? I'm just going to go ahead and ask this to you right now. The smartest woman? Smartest woman in the world. I don't don't know. I'd have to do some research. It's got to be Kris Jenner. Because what oh, she's yeah, done, she's, so, yeah, she's. Well, oh, she's, I love Chris. She's a. Yeah. She might be. It's either her or Trump for the best self promoter on the planet. No, I think she's got him beat because this is what she's trying to do. Immediately following this little issue with all these people, you know, cheating on each other, she now is supposedly getting Chloe geared up to be the next Bachelorette. 
Holy shit. You know what? I just said that to my wife. That's crazy. Last you... night, I said they should have a Kardashian do this. What would be bigger than a Kardashian as a bachelorette? The dad presents is on fire, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we're like a bunch of Nostradamuses. We need to be paid more. This is So they're going to do that. I, I'm not kidding. I threw that out last night. Well, your lips to somebody's ears. I'm not going to watch it, but it just makes sense. Well, it's a perfect marriage. And that's all Chris Jenner. She's the smartest woman in the world. She's got to be. I don't know that smart's the right adjective. She's crafty. She's, she's the I mean, craftiest she's smart woman in the, in the same way that Trump is smart. Which business savvy. In the world? Yeah, business, business savvy and crafty. Business savvy, and she she knows how to promote herself mm-hmm. or, and her family. And dog, yeah. she dog, she likes black men. By the way, yeah, she does. Yeah, so that that whole story you read, which I wasn't paying attention to, all I heard was drama, 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 and all of that is good for their brand. Yes, no, genius move. It, when and if it happens, and it sounds like it's going to happen. So good for them. Kardashians, hey, Kardashians, Kardashians win again. Okay, Hooray. moving right along. Moving along. Martina Navratilova was recently dropped from an LGBTQ advisory board for claiming. The transgendered female athletes have an advantage over cisgendered female athletes. And yeah, you're not allowed to tell the truth anymore. Yeah. Yeah, she's right. Yeah. No. Of it, course she's right. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. No, it it's it's getting a little ridiculous, folks. No, it's beyond. <laughs> it's getting it's, a little it's, ridiculous. It's beyond. So Martina Navratilova, yes. who was a lesbian tennis star back in the day Superstar. when lesbians really were repressed. Sure. Took over the sport, became yes. an icon in the Dominated. gay community. Dominated. And now the gays are kicking her out because she told the truth that uh, m- men have an unfair advantage over women in tennis. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's crazy. She, she would kind of be an expert on that, seeing as though she played professional tennis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These people on the board, are they tennis players? Probably. No, this is an advisory board for LGBTQ. Uh, so yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they've kicked her off this board. Martina, you don't need them. You don't need them, Martina. Go on, do you. You're champion. Enjoy it. I really feel about this transgendered movement. And I, I, I look, man, I've known transge- transgendered people a long time. I've been down with them. It's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. But I feel like all the really important social battles have been fought and won. Mm-hmm. And this is like the final frontier. Like people, people just, they want to fight. Yeah. They want to fight. There's some people who have it in them. They want to fight against social injustice. And they... This is like the, really the last area where there's any fight to be had. Mm-hmm. But they're just going over the top with it. Like they won the bathroom thing. Yeah. They won that, which who I mean, I didn't care one way or another with the bathroom thing, but now now what are they fighting about? They want they want men who are changing into women to be able to compete as women yeah. in sports. Mhm. It doesn't make any sense. What you're going to have... Tennis players make a shit ton of money, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So what's to stop some guy who's ranked number 100 as a man to say, uh, <laughs> I'm actually a woman. Yeah. According to what they say, he doesn't even have to dress like a woman. He doesn't have to cut his dick off. He just has to say, I identify as a woman, and he gets to play as a woman and win all that money. That's yeah. where this is headed. Like, mm-hmm. is that really... That's the the hill you want to die on, LGBTQ? Yeah, well, that's what they're doing. And then meanwhile, these are people that we've mentioned before in the show, or at least one of them. Um, Terry Miller, Andrea Yearwood, both high school track athletes, both tran- transgender in Connecticut. Surprising, they are dominating Connecticut track. Dominating. Wow. <laughs> dominating, right? You mean girls who used to be dudes? Yes. Yeah. So they're do- dominating girls track in Connecticut. Um, Miller was recently asked about, you know, the people who complain about their dominance and he or she, she come damn on, it, man. God, I almost got through a segment without screwing that up. She 
says she tells them to quote work harder. The the, the girls with <laughs> the girls, vaginas, yes, coming from the the girl with the penis. I just beat you by ten seconds. Yeah, but please, please go work harder, work young harder. ladies. On or your, do on your form. maybe it's their form or whatever that keeps them. What they from, need to do is allow yeah. regular girls to take steroids. That would level that would the playing field, maybe. Because that's what he, essentially he has. He has or she has steroids because she has a dick. Yeah, it's and that's testosterone. Yeah, I look at I, I'm I've decided. You know how you guys, you, and when I say you guys, I mean mm. black people. You guys, uh oh, all right, you people. What do you mean, you people? You know how you people mm. you took back, <laughs> you took back the n word, right? Took back. You took yes. it back. You yes, took it. You made it's it your word. Own. Took, it's our word. It's your word. Yes. White people aren't allowed to say it. Hell no. I. Who am a classic liberal? Mm-hmm. I'm taking back the word liberal. Okay, I'm taking it back. <laughs> I'm taking it back. Mm-hmm. Liberals are not liberal anymore, mm-hmm. and they're not. It's, that's my word. Yeah. The word liberal is now for people like me who believe in freedom and equality. That's what people who believe in freedom and equality and are against war. Mm-hmm. That's what a liberal is. I'm taking back that word. I just I, I review a couple things. Okay, right. So in the just in the past couple months, mm-hmm. we had. Peace talks between North Korea and South Korea. Yeah. Liberals booed. Sure. Liberals booed peace talks. Mm-hmm. We had uh, an announcement that we were going to be bringing troops home from Afghanistan and Syria. Mm-hmm. Liberals booed. Yeah. We had an announcement that we're going to attempt to decriminalize homosexuality worldwide. Liberals booed. Yeah. They're not, they don't get that word anymore. They're, mm-hmm. not, they're not liberals. They're the left. They're mm-hmm. the social justice warrior left. Mm-hmm. You're a I'm liberal. a liberal. Okay. My uh, word. Are you just going to... I decide who gets to use it. Are you going to do like a petition? Does there have to be like a, you know, a, a, a smoke signal from like a like the Pope? when the No, Pope if I hear people saying that word... You're just going to I'm going to go shit? on a Twitter attack <laughs> once, I, once I'm no longer kicked off Twitter. Yeah. Go after them on Twitter. Get their jobs. Yeah. Go after them like they do for people who say things they don't like. Okay. That's the plan. Sounds like a winner. Yeah. Uh, doggy. Dog's a liberal. Yeah. <laughs> You're on the fence. <laughs> Do- doggy, when you, if you had. Dog looks sad right now. What's I know. going on in it's your It's probably head? the Lakers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what are they, down by 20? Eight. Oh, Jesus. This is sad. Dog's a multitasker. Every, every podcast. Go ahead and lose Lakers. Watching porn, watching the Lakers. <laughs> but you have a, a high school age stepdaughter. Yes. And I think we went over this before. But I mean, so she says she, she, she's an, and she is an, an athlete, right? Uh, yeah, she was. So, shot put. Shot put. So if someone who was born a male competes against her, and if she's working hard, training, whatever, what, and this guy beats, or sorry, this young lady who was a man. Yeah, I think you do that her. on purpose. I, well, you get it I wrong more often than you get it right. It's too You're much like my to mother remember. in law, she calls my kids she constantly. Well, that's his haircut, but. No, it's both of them. She does it to both of them. Oh. 90% of the time she calls him she. Maybe she doesn't like you. I know she doesn't like me, <laughs> well, but that's besides the point. Yeah, mother issues. But. If this transgender athlete beats your stepdaughter in shot putting, what can you tell your your stepdaughter as she you, you know just got beat by a man? Yeah, so keep your head up. <laughs> yeah, you know she was born a man. Yeah, and, but you know she's a you know a female now, but she was born a man, mm-hmm. so she's gonna have that you know extra strength. Yeah, so you know as long as you competed well and you know competed hard mm-hmm. and. You know, measure yourself to that man. Yeah. You know, measure yourself up to him like, hey, you know, just, hey, 
don't put your head down. Just you lost to a man. Lost to a man. That's what I would say. Yeah. I, I, I feel for those kids. If, it's if, not if, good for their self-esteem. No, it's not. If you put everything into a sport where you should have a comp- – every comp- competitive edge should be equal um, and you get beaten. And, and like I said, these gr- these girls – Sounds like the LBGTQ hates hates women. It, it's it's this is very odd. It's a very odd I'd situation. Like to know how the feminists feel about this? Yeah, one. no, we need to ask more folks about this. Um, moving right along, and we're sticking with LGBTQ. Miley Cyrus, who uh, married actor Liam Hemsworth, who's that? Uh, he's he's the guy who has the brother. They're both Australian, and the brother's Thor, but he's in other. What is was he in Hunger Games? I think I don't know. I don't remember. So. Thor's brother. Thor's brother. Right. There you go. I call my penis Thor. That's oh, you my, do? my wife's nickname for my penis. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. When I got um, when I had my my surgery, got something went on down there, and it swelled up to about ten times the normal size. Oh, I remember this. We started calling it Thor. Mm. Yeah, that's a strong horn. Yeah, yeah you, it was strong. It's probably you probably had to make a decision on Verizon or AT and T that week. And you probably <laughs> you probably went too hard, and you had to make a big decision. Yeah, no, it was a reaction to medication, man. It was it was brutal. Like everybody says, they want a bigger dick. No, you don't, man. It was it was awful. I mean, it was it was, it was closer to my knee than than, oh, wow. than my butthole. Dude, that's man. how far down it was. You should have gotten into some porn real quick, just real yeah. quick. No. No, it was painful too. Ah, that's not yeah. good. No, no bueno. But anyway, she announced that they got married and that she's she married actually married Thor or Thor's brother. Thor's Thor's brother. All right. So she married him and she's actually gay. And who is? Miley Cyrus. Oh, is she? She said that good they they are redefining so what it means she? to be a queer in a hetero relationship. Mm. So, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Well, no, she likes women. Okay. And and what so she's bi. Yeah, but well, she said she communicates and relates spiritually with her husband. Okay, but he's a guy. But he's a guy. So she's bi. So she's bi. Yeah. So winner, so Liam Hemsworth, gay. right? He wins I don't that. Know. Yeah, I, I see lots of threesomes in his future. That it, it Yeah, it, he can't screw. He well, you never know. But he can't possibly screw that is, up. Is he gay? I don't think so. I think well, I don't understand how she's saying she. What is she redefining? Well, she's saying basically. Well, she she it looks like she didn't say it the right way. She's redefining marriage. She's not okay. redefining what it means to be a queer and a gotcha. hetero because that's what she is. So that's what She's I guess redefining marriage. Marriage. Okay, that's what she should have not said. Not really. She married somebody. That's marriage. Well, she's redefined. It's not just a two hetero people. It's a hetero person and a gay or queer, as she said, person. So that's what the, the definition of marriage is: two people. In union, signing that piece of paper for the government. Is that well, what she did? Jumping well, off the fucking no, cliff. That's what she didn't. <laughs> she didn't redefine anything. Well, she redefined it in that what has been common, and you know this, what has been common is that it's two heterosexual people. Not anymore. Well, I had the, a gay marriage at my house this well, past summer. There, well, there's gay, but then what she's saying, she's throwing the remix on it like, he's hetero and I'm gay. There's not really a, you know, a, a following for that. You want to redefine marriage, Miley? Marry a goat, then I'll give you credit for redefining it. You married a dude. This she's is going to end badly. She's just uh, wanting to toot her horn a little bit too much. She married a guy. Yeah, I think that's Good his job. Yeah, but marry a goat, then you're redefining it. Yeah, better so, that. Marry a table. Marry a table, <laughs> then you've redefined marriage. There are people out there redefining marriage. There's, there's. Have you heard of this new movement? I'm not going to be able to recall the movement name, mm-hmm. but it's uh, women who are marrying themselves. They actually have a whole ceremony. I have heard about that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. redefining marriage. Yeah. You marry yourself. Strange. Very odd. But 
winner in this case, Liam Hemsworth. He, sure. he he walks away. So we have two winners on the show, Liam Hemsworth and Chris Kardashian, both winners. Um, anybody got anything else? Nah, no. Yeah. He he. I mean, he wins. He's gonna get some threesomes, but he also is gonna have to put up with Miley Cyrus's crazy bullshit. Well, so he, he signed. That's on him. He yeah. signed up for that shit a long time. I'm just ago. saying. I'm not sure how much of a win that is. Like how how much crazy bullshit are you willing to put up with for threesomes? Depends on how many threesomes. You'd have to you have to give me a number, and then you a have ratio, to give me, like yeah ratio like what, crazy what ratio bullshit. are you, you willing to put up with, dude? If I'm if it's regular, like if it's like well one a week, yeah. I mean they're rich. They could probably fly in somebody once a week. I think it's worth it once a week. Yeah, yeah, once a week. I'd sign up for that. Easy. It just depends how. I mean, threesomes are are cool. Yeah, I enjoy them. Right on. But it's not everything. Caligula. Go ahead. It's not. It's not. It's not everything. Like there's a. I got a limit to how much bullshit I'm going to put up with. Once a week, though. If you could get it once a week, I don't week, know. I'd want it once a week. It okay. might lose its specialness. Once a month. Yeah, once a month. So you look forward to it, and you would yeah. deal with all the crazy. Uh, no, I, th- th- again, there's a ratio. There's, okay. You know what I mean? Like if she's in your ear screaming at you about, I'm redefining marriage seven times a day. No, <laughs> that's not worth it. Dog, what's your ratio? How much, what, what would you be, be your limit? Well, to having threesomes? Yeah. How, like how crazy, how much crazy would you deal with for? If dog was, is the crazy. I mean, that shit, I would, true. man, I would. We should ask his wife. I would, yeah. I would love with it. I would love it. You would love it. You deal with anything for he the like, threesome. Yeah. You would actually. Joy is crazy. I haven't had a threesome in so long. Yeah. And when I used to have them, I used to have so much fun. I I could see that. You know, I used to have so much fun. It was just so much going on. <laughs> I mean, I just really want to explain everything, but this is a it's a it's a parenting it's show. A parenting we have to remind people from time to time they forget. Oh, I want to go into depth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, before we go, there's something today before that we happened. Go. Or, yeah, or we have it. I just asked if we had anything else. We we're, anything we're, else? we're talking. What do you mean? Okay, we'll keep going then. All right, sorry. I was eliminating the dead space. But let's go. What we got? Come on. Come on, come on. Uh, I don't really have anything else. <laughs> 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 yes, there's some Trump stuff. No, wait. About, was that, was that white know. shit you just did, or was that asshole shit, or was that both? No, just we were having a nice conversation, and you're bringing it to a... Um, a cutoff. Right okay, there. I'm sorry. I, 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 I apologize. I my, I overstepped. Apparently, I think you were doing some white people shit. Uh, just y- just deciding it's over. It's rubbing off. Apparently, hey, pray for Trump. Trump man, he's meeting with a uh, Kim Jong Un. Is and, it? Um, yeah, they're meeting in Vietnam. That's right. Pray for Trump. Yeah, pray for him, man. That's our president. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We we basically went through the whole show without talking about him. That's good. I don't think it's great for the show to be talking about. True. I don't think so either. I don't. I don't think we get anything out of it, and I don't think there's a resolution to it ever. Because you could, like, when we were talking to Miss Joy Villa, who's a friend of the show, we were talking to her about him. It was spinning in circles, and then you get into the Russian investigation that spins in circles because that nobody knows what's happening there. It's supposed to, I guess, be released as soon as this week, but I don't know. I if do you have one question about it. Okay, go ahead. So we 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 just find out right that um. Who was it? McCabe was the the FBI guy who sure. told lies. Like they they basically attempted a coup. They tried to get Trump sure. out for the Twenty Fifth Amendment, which is mm-hmm. supposed to be used when your president's incapacitated from a yeah. And after they couldn't get him out, mm-hmm. they opened up the investigation like a, a week later, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So did you just change? Something I just right turned you up a little bit. You were dying out. Okay. It, it happens with older men. They just. Uh. <laughs> Hey, twice a day, every day, yeah, right know. now, buddy. Damn. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help you out. Yeah, twice a day, every day. Yeah. Anyway, um, after they um, 
couldn't get him out from that. They immediately went to the investigation, and, mm-hmm. and he admitted all this in a book. Yeah. And he was caught in lies. Mm-hmm. He lost his job for the lies. Mm-hmm. Why is he not going to jail like all the other people busted for the lies? He may. He, you, I don't know if this thing is over. I don't. He may. You don't know. I would be shocked with the federal government doing whatever. It is. And then not only that. It's like I told you before, mm -hmm. they don't care if you lie, you just got to tell the right right lies. Yeah, you don't know if what he did was part of the Mueller report, and he may be absolved. You don't know anything. The feds, and Dog will tell you about how the feds work. (laughs) (laughs) They don't don't share a lot of information. They just show up, and they build their case backwards, don't they, Dog? Yep. They they find out what you did, and, and then they go backwards and start yeah. peeling off and, people. And dare you to go to trial. There you go. So yeah. he could have already been compromised as part of this investigation. He may just be sitting still until they drop the hammer on. Yeah, thing. maybe. I'd I'd be really surprised. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that just gets me is this whole investigation mm-hmm. started because of the Steele dossier. Yeah, which is. There's no, there's no debate about it. Mm-hmm. That that was a, a report that came, was generated, funded by the the Clinton sure. campaign, yeah. from a British foreign agent. Yeah. So everything that they're going after Trump for, mm-hmm. that happened over there. Yeah. But the, the, this, but it, one's okay, one's not. I well, don't get it. With law enforcement, doesn't matter where you get the information. It matters if it's true. So if they took that information and thought it was worthy to be investigated, which apparently they did. Right. But mm-hmm. but paying a foreign agent to get that information, that's part of, I mean, isn't that what they're going after Trump for, for associating with foreign agents, pay- oh, I see what being a yeah. Russian agent? Well, again, I think Colluding. you have to figure, you have to see how this all ends. I don't yeah, think, I don't think this is over by a stretch. And I, think I don't all think these it's going to be over for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I think they're just going to drag this out till the next election. Uh, quite well you hope that it doesn't get too far into this year because pretty soon they won't they'll they'll basically censor themselves because the i guess the federal the what is it the fbi is not supposed to impact elections even though comey did when he came out against hillary but that's the thing so if it goes too far into this year you could bet it's probably not going to be seen until after uh the next election i would guess so uh, speaking of hillary when's she going to announce I don't think she's going. She's gonna run. I don't I think she's going. No, I don't think she's. All going. right, you she's heard it here. Run. Yeah, I she's don't. Bernie run. announced. Yeah, Bernie announced. Bernie announced. He's I think he's there. probably the front runner right now. No, I think. Well, I think Joe Biden in terms of polling, but he hasn't announced. Him. Yeah, in terms of people announcing. I wonder if Bernie went love... to that same spot Kraft went to. Bernie. <laughs> Bernie was there. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That'd have been cool. What? <laughs> That's random. I would. I would love to see Biden versus Trump. Can you imagine those two in a oh. debate, just slinging insults at each other? Yeah. Right now, I like Biden. If I'm, I'm hoping he went or he runs, and we'll see. You but would. I, he seems. I, he seems I like think a I, kind of guy. I think I like Biden. Right I'm, now, I'm all in on on Tulsi Gabbard. Right. You know, they're already giving her the Ron Paul treatment, mm-hmm. just like she doesn't exist. I saw MSNBC. Sure. Uh, a little bit, I think it was uh, yesterday morning, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how great it is, all the female candidates who are running, and they named every single one of them except by her. name, <laughs> except her, like she doesn't exist. That's what they used to do to Ron Paul. But anyway, yeah, all right. Yeah. So much for not talking Trump. There it was. Well, but it's well. at the end of the show. Sure. And one more time, a very, very warm thank you to Gloria Allred for joining our show. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure. Hope to have her back again soon. Here She's a... She's a powerhouse. Yes, she is. she is. Lucky to have her on the show. Another great get by Jay Maddie. You're welcome. Um, 
you know, I think we're wrapping up. So we'll see how this goes. Um, what else? Oh, tell them where to find us on Facebook. We're on Facebook.com at The Dad Presents. Same place on Twitter, although the account is suspended. I'll let you know when it's back up. Well, let me let me mention that. So here's why I got suspended. Suspended. Okay. Some some woman got on one of my posts and was coming at me about as a white man, you have you have no place commenting about this, blah, blah. She like five, six comments. As what? a white man, this, as a white man, that wow. white men are terrible, this. And I responded by saying, kill all white people. Am I right? <laughs> I got suspended. I've been kicked off for that. You should have been promoted. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got suspended for hate speech against white people. So anyway, so we're not on Twitter anymore, but we're on Instagram at the dad presents. We are, uh, we also just got a website up and running. Did you check it out? You haven't sent anything. I sent it to Did you. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I texted it to you. you I started ignoring your, your tweets after a while. Yeah. Yeah. I need a bio from you and dog. Anyway, we're on, we're uh, www. Yeah. I don't think you need to say that anymore. Do you? What? No, you're old school. <laughs> Dot com. Uh, we're, we're blowing up, people, so thanks for supporting us. Go to iTunes and please write a review. That'll really help us jack up those advertising dollars. Thanks yes. so much. Agreed. In advance. And, you know, you know it's coming. Take care of yourself. Take care of your kids. Take care of your family. We'll see you next time. Enjoy. One love. Peace. How old are you? Where'd you go to school?
rescued. 